What What do you think's fear? I think he he uh, he he instills fear in her. <laughs> Zoom in. <laughs> This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. We all remember the big moments in the movies we see. The big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is fear. <laughs> to get to it, that's the good part. The quick. Zoom in, zoom out, zoom in, zoom out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata. I am your gracious host. Alongside me, Mr. Justin the Wad Waddell. How you doing? <laughs> um, I'm good. All right, dog. It is, uh, it's 2 a.m. Ah. It's early. And we just finished watching the seminal fear. fear. Yep. Nailed it. Um, Directed by James Foley. Hell yeah. Um, mind if I zoom in real quick on yeah. James Foley? Yeah. He directs, but he also does all his sound Foley, effects. All his Foley work. <laughs> <laughs> So anytime you hear Mark Wahlberg walking in this film, that was... Uh, it's Foley work? Yeah, it's uh, James Foley doing those steps with uh, uh, clacking two pieces of uh, cardboard together. Nice. Yeah. Oh, they took two of his performances and hit them together? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... So, uh, yes. Yeah, so, Let's so, want you give the mission statement for this one. Yeah, I will. I will. Okay. So Fear is a seminal film uh, oh. that we're doing on the movie Microscope. Right. And if you know what the movie Microscope is, mm -hmm. it's a program available on the internet in which we, we examine a film, we cross-section it, and we look at each individual part, not as larger pieces of a whole, but as their own separate entities. And we pull those things apart, find the little moments to make or break. The tiny. Yeah. The tiny. Um, for example, pieces. if uh, we were watching uh, Sweet Liberty, oh. we wouldn't be talking about the scene where Alan Alda shakes his own hand. We'd be talking about the little moments. The moments which are plentiful in the movie Fear. Mm. Saw this in the theater. 
You did. At you have least, a nice at you, least once. You have a nice story about this. Did we talk about this yeah. on the podcast? I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yes, we repeat it. Nah. Um, that song, by the way, uh, from from the lovely rock band Bush, the seminal, super seminal, the '90s uh, rockers, and we mentioned the lead singer recently. You mentioned yeah, him, yeah. one Gavin Rosdale. Rosdale. Yeah. He was a a brief for a brief period of time an actor in Con- uh, Constantine. He's in Constantine. I think he he probably he probably. Uh, led a film that you probably never heard of. I'm sure he was the lead in something oh. after that, and then that was it. Can I zoom in? Yeah. He, uh, he he put the screws to Gwen Stefani. He did. He was married to her for a long time. Yeah. That then, song uh, is called Machine Head, which makes no sense. Um, and then I believe he cheated on her with the nanny. Frank Crusher? A la how Arnold Schwarzenegger did. Didn't he do the same thing? Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to gossip. Yeah. I think that's what happened. So that song, are you a fan of that song? Uh, no, not really. I guess Bush was always kind of a band. They have, they have one song I do like, Glycerine. And yeah. that was not in this film. But they played Bush, at least two songs by Bush in this film, and they repeated. Well, they played the instrumental pieces of that song. No, they played another one by them. They played two. And he, oh, yeah, and the, the other song they played too, yeah, but but then they but, but then they were... they play the song again they they couldn't get enough of that band in this film yeah yeah, yeah. and they also uh, played a, a cover of wild horses by the rolling stones twice uh twice by the sundays yeah another 90s band yeah every British. time i hear bush i think of evanescence for some reason that style i don't know why but it just yeah i mean they kind of evanescence was over over uh, over exaggerated everything so. I mean, it's very they're very uh, it's very um, I don't know how to put it um, how, they Evanescence got popular because they had a song in Daredevil yeah remember yeah. that was their big hit and because it, it had a female like that was another thing it's like well no this chick's tough she had a good voice but they I think that's the band that they were they got popular for one song and then the lead the guy that wrote all the songs left the band and I'll then they tried to still be a band after that yeah, work. that song uh, with the big chorus, I, I made a comment um, when we were watching Fear. Because the chorus like, I'm not going to come back down from this cloud. Yeah, that's, the, that's the other song. Yeah. yeah and uh, I, didn't, I didn't. Can I zoom in? Yeah. I don't think you knew this. I didn't. That's Lakitu's theme song. From from Mario, yeah, it's Super Mario. Yeah, he does not. I mean, you have to really work your ass off to get him off of this cloud. He is up there. Yeah, he is. And he throws uh, spiked bugs. Or what is it? What do you think? Is it? Is he the guy that throws the the spiked stuff? I don't know. Or is he sometimes fishing? I think he throws down. I think it's his turds. Oh, no! He zoomed in. So the film. Uh, this is the story. Is that how you say it? Like Kitu? Yeah, this is the story. I always pronounced it like a two. Of course you did. A fleck? All right. Um, this is the story of Young Love Gone Awry. Right. Uh, it stars a pre-Kinski from Nightbreed, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> it's one of the early Mark Wahlbergs. I think it's his first starring role. Right. But he was a rapper, then he was like a Calvin Klein model. And then he, he did became... Renaissance Man, and, and they're like, this guy's got what it takes. Yeah, he's chiseled. He's got the he's got the buff bod. Yeah. Let's get him into this movie. You know, you know, but he can't act. Well, that's okay. You know, 
He'll get there. He'll get there. Um, I think I think the first note his uh, his agent gave him after fear mm-hmm. was maybe cut your hair short. Yeah, he had a. He looks, I, you know, as buff as this as he is in this movie, he looks dopey in it. He yeah. looks really. He has a dopey look on his face in the entire movie. I think he's. He probably is scared that he has to act. I think Mark Wahlberg, the person, is scared that he has to act, and I think that comes across in the movie. That's maybe why they called the movie Fear. I Let think, me zoom in. I think uh, I'm going to go counter to that. Yeah. I think he's basically playing Mark Wahlberg in this. Like a dick? I mean, just a bully. Yeah. You know, small mind. I mean, he's gotten he's come a long way. I mean, but I think that was a very good approximation of him. He used to be sort of a rough around the edge of sort, a little yeah, homophobic, a little racist, a little well. Yeah. Bob, he's from Boston. I mean, he wanted you, to be a, he wanted to be a tough guy, and he and he and he tried to be a tough guy. And he, then he hurt people and stuff like that. Yeah. Now he's a a very bankable actor. We've named a few of the participants in the movie, but let's mm-hmm. face it. All right, let's go through. There's only one star. Yeah, Bill Peterson. Oh, he's an, he's the lead of this film in he's a lot be- of ways. He's the best. Well, old William Peterson, star of Manhunter, star of Live To Live and Die in LA, Cousins, star of C. Uh, what's the, the CSI? CSI, Cousins. He's yeah, he's in Cousins, big time. All right, so let's say we got which is a remake in itself. Let me zoom in. Oh yeah, of a French film called Cousin Cuisine. Is this true? Yeah. All right, who's so, the chicken that you got? You got, I mean, Cousins. Ted Danson's in it, right? Currently a male. I know, but I, that's the only thing I remember about it. Was it was it Valerie Galino? Could be. Sounds right. Yeah. Bill Peterson, though, one of the greats. I he mean, is one of the greats. He played Pat Garrett in Young Guns 2, which we'll, be, we'll do on here at some point. I'm going to say this about uh, William Peterson, and it's, gonna, it's probably going to um, ring real true to you. Uh-huh. A chameleon. Always mean? different. Always different. Always bow-legged. I mean, he's never—he never, he never uh, like he never plays the same type of character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's just—I can imagine a little bit what William Peterson is like in real life. Really? Exactly how he appears at every time, every movie's in. Um, I bet she's a sweetheart. All right, so let's just go. I have a thing I want to make a point about William, William Peterson later. Can I zoom in? Mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon has an innie. Does she? Yeah. Not an Audi. Right. Okay. We well, only see it always in the film. Um, Alyssa Milano in there? Has two Audis. <laughs> um, uh, so, Mark Wahlberg paid homage to her he, uh, with one of his films. What? Two Guns. <laughs> okay. So then you got uh, uh, Amy Brenneman, uh-huh. uh, star of Heat. Brenneman Toast Crunch. You got... Um, uh, that's it, right? Pretty much. You got well, obviously Wahlberg, but is that you got, it? Is there any Ki- others? You got Kaiser, the dog. Yeah, played by what was his name? I forgot. I wrote it down. I, we'll get to that with the doggy. Uh huh. Um, and that's maybe and that actor from Galaxy Quest. You mind if I zoom in for yeah. post show? That might be an island pick for you, Kaiser. Mm-hmm. Maybe because he gets uh he enjoys yeah um. So this is a film about a young lady who is a virgin. Yes. Uh, at the beginning of the film, mm-hmm. and she lives with her her father, who is married to a, a, a new woman. Uh, they're they're a part of a nuclear family. 
Right. Uh, they live in Seattle, and uh, she's under his thumb a little bit. Right. She gets under Wahlberg's thumb a little later. But uh, yeah, so William Peterson sure. plays a little bit of an over overprotective dad, I guess. Yeah. Uh, he's a he's an architect. Uh, and Amy, so he, Reese Witherspoon is his daughter, and then there's a little brother yeah, that to, comes from Brenneman's. Tobias. Uh, Tobias, yeah, the start, really the hero of the film. Yeah, the fashion uh, hero as well. No, well, yeah, he's better than better than some. <laughs> buttons to the top. He buttons, he buttons like a cholo all the way to the top. Snip. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now we didn't tell you. You didn't tell me the mission. You didn't tell the audience the mission statement for this one. What do you mean? Needs to be the best movie microscope. Oh, yeah, I gave Justin the dictum that this must. This this has to be the best one. Yeah, best we we have to live up. Yeah. So far, so good. Yeah. Um. So this movie starts off as a as a thriller would as a, like a. They talk a lot about James Taylor, the musician James Taylor. There's a lot of yeah. Uh, talking about going to see James Taylor play uh, as a family. There's a lot of uh, Reese Witherspoon complaining that she has already seen James Taylor enough of her in her life. Which is once, which I agree with, is way more than enough. And then there's a, uh, a James Taylor, uh, whenever Reese Witherspoon says to Liz Milano, she says, I'm going to go see James Taylor. Liz Milano says, isn't he bald? There's, there's a James Taylor, like, kind of a rip joke. And then... I missed that line. Yeah, I wrote it down. And then... And he, by the way, let me zoom in. He okay. is bald. Bald as a dream. Okay. okay. And then uh, <clears throat> there is a point in the movie where uh, Peterson has to bail. The dad has to bail on the James Taylor concert. It's a, it's, it's, and gets so frustrated yeah. that, he, that he hits a cabinet. He uh, he does punch the wall. Is that is that the first time in history that anybody's been angry at, about missing out on James Taylor? Yeah, the, the movie hits a science fiction note. I think at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Can't can't go see James Taylor. I'm gonna I'm gonna commit some violence. Um. That would have been a nice scene if uh, Mark Wahlberg and Reese Witherspoon went on a date to see James Taylor. And what if Mark Wahlberg was a James Taylor fan of this? Would it, the movie would have been completely different. It would have, it would have been like a Nicholas Sparks story well, rather than the, the powerful thriller that it is. Yeah, written by a Christopher Crowe. Yeah, so... Um, Reese, the, uh, I mean, writer of The Last Mohican, Last of the Mohicans wrote this movie. Uh, he peaked late. Mm-hmm. Um, peace pipe in both films. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Alyssa Milano drives a rabbit in this film. Okay. And then she also has an automobile. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, this is a big movie if you like tucked in shit. If you like stuff tucked into pants. Okay. Yep. They oh, had it's, a, it's a super zoom. Yeah. <laughs> Huge. I'll zoom in some further. What? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> What is that? Saferv? I'm going to zoom in some furth. Oh, some fur. Okay. Uh, Alyssa Milano? Yeah. Red Sox fan. Right. Zoom out. Uh, I'm, well, I'm going to zoom in. Okay. Amy Brenneman? Straddles a point. laptop in this movie. Uh, 
pairing. You said Red Sox. She's pairing socks on the bed at some, one point in this. Movie. Fucking cool. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. She gets through two pairs. She pairs uh, twice in this. I got through a couple of pairs too watching this. Well, okay, so she straddles her laptop in this movie. Though. Well, she 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 uses her laptop with her legs wrapped around it, which is weird. This movie is. She's probably infertile. <laughs> well, don't tell that to Tobias, her son. Um, you mean she's lately? So she's yeah. Okay, I see. Um, what year was this movie? Two thousand. That was like a great three? year. Three. It was early on in the twenties. It's great. Uh, I'm gonna look it up because that, that's one thing we. Oh, it's 1996. Oh, 96. Yeah. So where were you when this movie came out? At the theater. <laughs> I was just out of college. My so I, I, I was, uh, Chud was a mailing list. Okay. I was in the corporate world. I was just out of college working at Applebee's. Nice. And I think I said, I was depressed and I said, uh, you know what? You know what would get me out of this funk? Not seeing fear. I didn't see it in the theater. It's Tobias funk. Hey. There we go. Nicole, don't you want your father to be dead forever? He's so soft-voiced in this film. He is. I think that's he. That's what I'm saying. He's confused by asking. He's confused by the request to act in this movie because he's he does the thing where he'll when he's supposed to be emotional, um, where he just keeps swallowing. You know, like he can't cry, so he swallows a lot when he's when yeah. he's when he's upset. Um, I think he has to be angry later. So then, in the scenes where he's not angry, he's quiet. He's super quiet. He made that choice, Nick. I think he was scared. He's scared to act. He's scared. Yeah, and he's scared to talk loud because I think he equates acting with not talking loud. I think you're right. Yeah, I think he then learned a little bit. And he's a, he's a better actor now, obviously. But well, I just like that James Foley. Um, I mean, this was not unlike his the crew he had for Glenn Gary. He, <laughs> he's like, he says, "All I got to do is turn the camera on and sit back." So he directed Glenn Gary before this, where he was directing the likes of Al Pacino, Alec Baldwin, Alan, Jack Lemmon, Alan Arkin, and then he most importantly Jonathan Price. Zip uh, Ed Harris, slam smash cut to two years Jude later. Cicoletta. He's trying to get Walter. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Kevin Spacey in there. Yeah. Um. But he's uh he's directing Old Wahlberg. That's that's a that's a that's an well you know in this movie it, I bet you this film grossed more than Glengarry. He yeah maybe here's we should probably look that up but he. He killed it. He got a great crew. He's got a great actor at the I'm, lead. This movie's, this movie's better. I think it's, 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 it's. Well, I don't know. You kept pointing out. I thought it was like well made, but it's kind of not well made. You keep pointing out. No, it is well made. Well, you keep pointing out when we were watching it, like stuff that they should have just. No, like, no, they, deci- they're just, they're interesting decisions that he makes. The film. You think so? Okay. Yes, absolutely. All right. Um, you know what's funny? Bill Peterson looks. Out of fucking sync in the first part of this movie. Always, he is. He has no idea what to do with himself when he's not being intense and kicking bloody ass. William Peterson is a bad fashion icon. Period. He's an amazing. He's an amazing. He 
fashion icon. There is that he, guy is fucking fearless, which is hilarious considering this movie. He is so confident. Like he's such a confident person, a confident actor, and every time he walks in a room, it's hilarious. He is wearing the worst shit. Yes, but it's and it's like in Manhunter, it's the same way. Manhunter is like one of my favorite movies. It's so beautifully made. His outfits are so ridiculous in yeah. that movie, but it's still amazing. He could somehow walk in with a miniskirt and a cutoff T-shirt and still somehow still be William L. Peterson. He, uh, at one point in this movie, he's wearing uh, a, like a black button-down shirt uh-huh. under like a wool blazer. Well, I mean, of course he just, is. It's just Seattle chic. I mean, it's almost like everybody else in the movie looks. I mean, they they dress the you know, Reese of the and era, Alyssa. Of the era. Very pro- provocatively. High jeans. But, you know, at least, like, the rest of the film... I mean, Wahlberg's outfits are a little ridic- ridiculous, but they're but they're of the time. They, they look they look just a little bit weird now. Peterson is, like, a whole different yeah. level. His outfits are just... You're going to have to have a time machine to find an era where he fits. I mean, this it's, it's just like he never left... He's in like, the fifth it, element. He never left, like, 1982. You know, like, it's but just... 1982 don't want him either. <laughs> He's a, he's a, he's a his, pioneer. Just his, trust his, his outfits. At one point in this movie, he wears during a serious scene with his daughter, where he discovers that she's been having sex with Mark yeah. Wahlberg, yeah. and it's and that she's uh, he's losing control on her uh, over her. He's wearing the most amazing, ri- <laughs> ridiculous robe I've ever seen on screen. It is. I don't know how to describe it. It's 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 as if. Well, you think about Joseph and the Technicolor dream coat. Okay. If uh, he looked at Medusa, and she rejected him, right, and only turned his clothes to shit. <laughs> perfect. That's a perfect way. Okay, to so it. what are the names? Do you know the names of all these characters? Well, I know Reese Witherspoon is Nicole. Right. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is David. Yeah. Um, Here's why I say this. We should know the names of these characters. <laughs> because every line of dialogue in this film... They say the name. They say the other person's Well, I know name. the little kid's Tobias, or, yeah. and sometimes Toby. I know the dogs... Amy Brenneman and William L. Peterson say the, they're each, each other's names every time they talk to each other. And they say the name of the person they're talking to every time they talk right, to them. I don't... I can't remember their names. Tell me them. I don't remember. That's what's so <laughs> fucked up. I've got fucking like Munchausen syndrome or something. I don't know what it is. But let's, 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 they say each other's... If you did a drinking game <laughs> for this fucking movie, just, just each time they say somebody's name... Uh-huh. I know. I, let's... Okay. It'd let, be Barfly. Let's... Uh, let's... So we... The dogs... C- c- uh, Kaiser. Kaiser. So we can get almost everybody's name, but let's try to get their names. Um, uh, and Miss and, and Walbert calls him Mister a lot. Like yeah. he says his last name, which I don't also don't remember. Did I write it down? It was. I was. It was so amount. I couldn't even fucking deal with it. I. Th- oh, that's right. Peterson's name. His, his. I know name. the guard's name's Larry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the security guard. Yeah. Um, I know the best friend's name is Gary, like uh, 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 Reese's best friend, the the boy that Mark Wahlberg's jealous of is is Gary. Um, but we don't know the dad's name and we don't know his wife's name. Is it Laura? Laura? Probably. 
That's maybe Probably. It's Laura. Yeah, he Laura. says it every time. So it's Laura. I think is the wife's name, but I don't. For some reason, I don't. You know why I don't know William Peterson's name? Because I just think his name is William Peterson. I think his name is Fashion Icon. I'm gonna he, look it up just because. Bill. That sounds good. That's no, that's Bill William Peterson. Um, think of a what would a dad be named? Like a trust trustworthy dad, the guy that's a good dad. I mean, Steve. Um, is his name Steve? They say it so many times, and it is Laura. What's What's the last name? Walker. Oh, and you said he's bowlegged. How come you think he's bowlegged? Tell me about he this. Is. So tell me why. I, I can't find the movie. There's a movie where he is mm-hmm. walking, and the the way that the angle, everything is holy shit. It's like you could see daylight, lots of it. It's fucked. <laughs> uh, the daywalker loves him the fucking ergonomic keyboards though. <laughs> I can't believe. Okay, so this movie was. Uh, I have a soft spot for this film because. It has a few moments that are, are ridiculous. Right. And there's a few moments that are are even more ridiculous. Right. But it's your it's your prototypical thriller wrapped in the in the confines of a of a teen story. Right. I like love a, it. A first love gone bad type story. Yeah. And like Alyssa it. Milano is in it. And it's... that doesn't hurt. <laughs> it only helps. Alyssa Milano, like her. I guess sex appeal in this movie blows Reese Witherspoon oh off the screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why Bill Peterson had to dress up so much. It's like I gotta fucking divert some of this energy. There's a scene where listen. I wonder how old they are in this movie. Like how old they were. High school. But I know how old they're supposed to be. Oh, Reese Witherspoon looks like she's like 16 in this movie. Yeah, she was young. Um, but Alyssa Milano, I imagine, had to be a little older. But she had that scene where she's like trying to seduce William Peterson, and it's working. It does work on him. It's yeah. a weird scene. Yeah, yeah. Weird. How? I'm just saying that. It's, it's, I don't know. There's a lot of um, James Foley's direction is, or at least the camera is, um, kind of up Reese Witherspoon's skirt in this. Did you notice that? Yeah, and there oh, he's I, zooming in. Yeah, he's yeah. super zooming, and he also there's a few scenes where. Uh, like, I don't know. Like she's they're on a fire escape, yeah. and she's wearing a mini skirt. Yeah, and I, that's what I'm Wilbur's saying. Wilbur's like, check this out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm it's saying. It's got it's got one of those great lines though in film. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about like, here's Johnny, or snakes. Why do I have to be snakes? You know, you think about those classic lines. In yes, film yes, yes. This of one's course. got. I'll take the peace pipe. <laughs> he he wins a peace pipe at a carnival. Yeah. There's no carnivals that give away peace pipes, just so you know. Yeah. Never and, happened. And there's no carnivals that give away sharp peace pipes. If it's if they're giving away a peace pipe, it's a it's gonna be a piece of junk, right? Yeah. This thing is a serious it's a heavy It has a it shows up later in the film. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Um did you notice the sign? Well, you know what they say. What? If you introduce a peace pipe. What's yeah. the thing that they always say about the gun? If you in act one, yeah. If you introduce a gun, yeah. Act one, if you entered, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, it's bad. I know what you're saying. It's gonna no, get. I tried. Use it. Yeah, yeah, um, I tried. Do you see? Can I zoom in? Please. Did you notice at the amusement park um, the sign on the roller coaster it said, "You must be this fingered to ride this roller coaster." <laughs> Let's talk about that. Is that the most famous scene in this? 
Yeah, it's, it is, it's right? the one that Reese Witherspoon, who is now basically runs Hollywood, it's the one she probably is probably her least favorite. You think so? Because she gets fingered at ninety miles an hour. <laughs> so she goes from uh, she goes from never never been kissed to super finger to only on been finger fucked on the roller coaster. <laughs> That's a leap. Yeah, but so. Yeah, so what happens is they go to an amusement park. They get into uh, a very, I guess, cozy roller coaster. Uh, like, what do they call that? A car? Like a roller coaster car? Sure. What and um, Mark Wahlberg awkwardly with his right, I guess his right hand. I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, finagles his way, zoom in. Yeah. Into skedaddles. Reese Witherspoon's or, in this case. or Nicole's um, region, her special, her amusement zone, <laughs> and uh, and then as the as the car as the as the as they're rising up, he's he's getting to work. Yeah, and it's working. Yeah, to wild horses. Mm-hmm. And it's actually shot kind of beautifully. Like she's. The wind in her hair, she's all thrilled. You could see the glistening in her eye of her first uh, assisted orgasm. There's a deleted scene. Oh. Uh, she jerks him off on the slip and skull. I don't, I don't know another amusement park ride. <laughs> the, old, the old slip and skull. It's like they go from roller coaster to that. What would the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I guess it could be like teacups, but skulls. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And then when he comes in the fun house. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean. Yeah. So. Um, you know what the original title for this film was? Billiards. Because <laughs> there is so much pool playing in this film. Pool pool tables. They got to pull. There's, there's too much pool. Let's face it. Mm-hmm. And there's actual pool. There's an actual pool. There is a pool. And uh, Wahlberg. Pushes uh, Brenneman in the pool. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He pushes her in butt first. I mean, he t- he puts his hand on her on her shit hurl. <laughs> what am I looking up? I'm trying to look up something about. I'm trying to look up Alyssa Milano's age when this was made. She's uh, our age, I think. She oh yeah, she's our she's yeah definitely our age. Because how old was she? What Commando? She was the daughter in Commando. Yeah, yeah. she was she was in her. She was in her twenties in this movie, but I think Reese was probably a lot younger. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so there you go. So yeah, that's the. You think that's the most famous scene, or do you think the scene where, where he punches his chest? I think is the yeah iconic scene. So talk about that. You love that scene. I don't. I don't. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but there's a scene in which uh, this is, and we're zooming all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Bill Peterson pokes uh, David in the chest. Well, he gets mad because he he's on to Wahlberg early on. He's like he knows this guy's a bad guy. Yeah. And at one point he pulls like David he pulls David Mark Wahlberg's character over and he's like you know they're in their cars and he says you know Mustang and a Corbair. Yeah, the classic zoom in. classic duel. We'll zoom in. And a uh, red Mustang, green Corbair, super zoom. Is it gr- isn't it gray? I think it's a green Corbair. Yeah. With envy, and uh, and he's uh, Steve Peterson uh, threatens Wahlberg, stay away from my daughter. That old song, yeah. Stop fingering her, yeah. And 
and Wahlberg was like, turns the tables and yeah. starts ripping him. Man, saying, you know, your wife is on. Like, what do you say about she wants my stick or something? Yeah, she can't get off my stick. Um, you know, and then he, and then, and then Peterson leaves and he starts hitting his chest like McConaughey and um, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, and and Dallas Buyers Club. And uh, and he and you know like it's like a over and over again to, to create a wound to create a wound yeah. yeah you don't know that's what he's doing you just think it looks like he's just angry hitting himself yeah and you know that I mean at this point you know that Wahlberg's kind of a bad dude and let's screw loose a little bit but normal in real life too but this is before uh, old Wahlberg uh, started working with old Peterberg way before yeah. This is way before. This is, let me zoom in. Mile twenty-two. Way before. Way before. This was way before a lot of Wahlberg. What yeah. was his big uh, coming out party? Well, I know what it is. Okay, just say it. Don't create suspense. I'm going to give you hints because I can't remember the name of it. Okay. Transformers: Rise of the Fallen. Uh, Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman's in it. Jude not not, I, not I Heart Huckabees. Yes. No, that's the no. movie that they people started taking no. Wahlberg King, seriously. I think Three Kings came before that. Maybe, but this is... High, but our, there our, was a movie where he no, was I, I, I Heart Huckabees was the movie that came before Three Kings, I think. And that was the movie that people were like, this guy's a pretty good actor. No, I think I Heart Huckabees where people realized he had range. Yeah. But there was a movie where he was the star and it was a hit. I mean, I'm sure. And it's an action film. It's like some sort of a... How do we not know? Wal- it seems as if Wahlberg's been with us all along. It's around the same time Damon broke ass. Wahlberg's first building this, by the way. He's built over oh, he's Reese. very built. He's older than us. Yes. Right? Stu- you know, he's a one of the more astute businessmen. Whatever. And also a very good producer. Oh, Jesus. These days. Who cares? Trying to drop some knowledge here. Oh, you're right. So, so he did um, Boogie Nights, obviously. After this. oh, that's, that's it. That's duh, what, that's what fucking he got. Yeah. duh. How do yeah. I told you it was an action film? Yeah, that's where he started getting. Uh, you know, they they played off his. How did like, I fucking? Uh, that's and he was idea. able to be like his bad acting was able to su- succeed in that movie because he's supposed to be a bad actor. But um, he was. Good. But he's good in it. He, he is really good, good in it. it. But you know, like the Three Kings came after that. Perfect Storm, Planet of the Apes, crushed it. Uh, rock star you love uh, but I Heart Huckabee he just got a lot of that's just what we saw a softer more fun side of him like and an innocence Departed was, you know Departed was a big thing for he him he got nominated yeah but Departed he was already a, a, a mega star by the time Departed came out yeah he, he was good in the Departed too he's a guy that he's one of those people that I sometimes you have to tolerate in a movie right but at the same time he is legitimately a movie star he legitimately carries sure. movies i mean you i think at- he i think he became like i think we were we watched a trailer for sleepers before we're trying to decide what to watch tonight and um brad pitt is in the trailer and he's you're you're mean to him i'm so right but he's i but he is he's he's not acting very well and i think Wahlberg's the same way i think i'm totally right on this I think that they became stronger actors, obviously, as they went. And I think Pitt, but more so. But like Pitt's a legitimately good you actor. You used one delivery of dialogue he out was, of context. He was bad in Interview the Vampire, too, I think. 
He wasn't that bad in it. He's that. pretty. He's just bad in it. Actually, he carries the film. He does not he carry does. the film. Cruz, Cruz carries the film. Cruz is in a third of the film. That, Cruz that, is so much better no, than the movie. No, Cruz kills it. Yeah. Banderas kills it. Dunst <laughs> kills it. Not as much when you're looking at Christian Slater. Christian <laughs> Slater kills it. Well, he the only reason he's in it is because River, River Phoenix killed yeah. it. R.I.P. Um, but you're I, wrong. I'm right. Pitt was a good actor then. He wasn't. It was a different phase in his career. I mean, okay. Like, my favorite musician, his singing voice was different from album to album. Doesn't make the the previous stuff. He was an, It's an evolution, you know? You can't just fucking throw the baby out with the bathwater. I mean, zoom in. Pitts Who's your favorite out. singer? Mike Patton. Okay. You listen to the real thing, he sounds like it's a weird affectation to his voice, and then an Angel Dust, he's the best thing that's ever happened. Who's your favorite audiobook, uh, audiobook reader? Uh, Scott Brick. Will Patton. Will Patton's good. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite George C. Scott movie? Not that. Really? If I'm being honest, mm-hmm. Changeling. Really? If about I'm being Dr. honest, Str- Exorcist 3 is after Changeling, then Patton. What about Dr. Strangelove? Well, yeah, he's great in that, but he's I don't, I, that's a Peter Sellers movie. Okay. I mean, come on. Come on! Wahlberg looks dopey in this movie. I, t- I said that already. I'm gonna say it again. He looks, he looks like a dope. His hair is dumb. Um, he does a lot, he does this thing with Reese where he kisses her, and it's just a lot of open mouth kisses on like a cheek. Mm-hmm. Like he's like he's like French kissing her cheek at one point. That's um, how he does. He thinks that I guess that he thought that was movie kissing. No, that's how he does. You think he does that yeah. in real life? Whenever you that's what it's always a weird, uncomfortable thing about film mm-hmm. is how much the actor or actress is bringing to the love scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I tend to think that Michael Douglas fucks weird. From watching him... You tend in, to think In it. Disclosure and in Basic Instinct. He is... He fucks weird. Definitely strange in Basic Instinct. He fucks weird. He fucks close. He fucks quick. He is... Um, he, uh, he, we'll be talking about that one, but he... he I remember... Before Basic Instinct, I know he, how Michael Douglas fucks. He got a plastic surgery. He was so worried about looking. Um, he's so worried about looking uh, like kind of strange on film. Let me zoom in. He it didn't work. It he looks did work. weird on film. His sex scenes are bizarre in that film, and it's his fault. I think Pacino's another one who I bet you fucks awkward. <laughs> just just from watching Sea of Love, I think he's a weird lover. I don't know if I need well, it. Well, I don't mean to bring up Frankie and Johnny again, but <laughs> oh my god! So you're saying that uh, they should have, like, Basic Instinct should have been called the Gina Syndrome? <laughs> no. Um, we should talk about. <laughs> can we talk about uh, use of props in this film? Yes. So there's the scene when when uh, Bill Peterson discovers the condom wrapper in her bed in Reese's bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's wearing the bathrobe, which is commanding the screen. We have to we're gonna have to post the bathrobe on on uh, the, the on the, the Instagram. The bathroom is commanding the, but he needs something in his hand to divert not only his attention but the audience's attention. And unfortunately, the only prop he's given. Do you remember what it is? It's a box of tissues. <laughs> he just he just has it. He's gesticulating with a box of tissues. 
<laughs> and it's just so hard to handle. Why does he have it? Because he is he supposed to be bringing she's it crying. Into, yeah, he's crying. To, but he never gives her a tissue. He at the end of the scene, he throws the box down to her. Does he? But the but you know you you, you go to an acting class mm-hmm. and and of course they're going to tell you you know you got to use props. You got to keep your hands doing shit. You got to you got to use all the tricks. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately. We got to see uh, Bill Peterson, though he was clothed, was naked there. He had to, he needed, he needed some help. <laughs> can I, can I, can I, can I, kind of. He fucks weird too. Who? Well, Bill, William Peterson. Remember? He's fucking living down in LA. I disagree. <laughs> so. Um, he fucks weird. I'm going to rewind it a little bit to when they first, when Reese and, um, when uh, Nicole and I always talk about, what, what should we do? Talk about the actors. I'm just it gonna, doesn't matter. When Reese and Mark Wahlberg, uh, are on their, I guess, second date, maybe they go to this club. Um, I think they're playing Bush. Yeah. They um, are. uh, the fight breaks out. Remember? Oh yeah. And do you remember the scene where this guy, <laughs> rides like a lit totem pole like he yes. jumps on it and, and 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 rides it to the ground it's hard not to notice what do you think of the most iconic scene in film history the iconic moment yeah what do you think of that i love it that's when you know shit is bananas at this party that's when you know the fight's getting serious when someone rides a lit uh fake totem pole to yeah. the ground yeah yeah you know a party is lit when there's a helicopter outside. Do you mind if I zoom in on that part just one second? Sure. That stuntman was killed. <laughs> Do you know that? No. He was killed during that. Yeah. But they kept the scene in. Did his name rhyme with Airy? <laughs> yes. Uh, that's one thing we noticed, too, is that people that have in this movie that that rhyme with Gary, I guess... They die. There's three people. Gary, Larry, the security guard, mm-hmm. and then who and was... And then Richard Scarry, the children's author. <laughs> James Taylor. Oh, whatever. What do you think about the scene in which uh, Reese Witherspoon is visited at night by Mark Wahlberg for her her her, her first sex? Well, she, she said, uh, he's got to be late. She said, she said, come over to my empty house. My parents have left. Here's the code. Uh, but you remember the code? Zoom in? No. One, four, three, two. Nice. So if you ever need to get into Bill's house. 1432? Yep. John Cusack movie. Nope. Oh. Uh, she said, you know, let yourself in. Here's the code. I'll be in bed. And so he was like, fine. And guess what happens? He shows up. Mm-hmm. But it's weird. I thought it was... First of all, he he pulls her covers down so we can see what he's what she's bringing to the table. And he's pleased. He's pleased. Uh-huh. Um, then uh, she wakes up and he's derobed. Mm-hmm. That's the first time we get to see his massive tits. Yeah, his buff ass body. Right. Uh, and then they he goes in and gives give her some awkward kisses. He does. That's a, that's a that's a. Wahlberg trademark. Yeah. Yeah. Weird kisses. Yeah. I mean, but it, I tell you what, he, he gets, kisses weird. He gets the third base with her forehead. I mean, he is there to play. He's not fucking around. 
He's bringing his. He's bringing everything he's got. He is. And then he gets in. It gets in there. Uh, not the best first time, I would say, for a young lady. Works. It works for her, I think. Yeah. Oh. Well, maybe not. I don't know. But he's. I mean, that's romantic enough. But so, it's consensual. This is uh, this is typical. Uh, you know, young love starts. She she's defiant to her family. He then he kicks ass and and punches her in the head. Oh yeah, well that's that's because he sees the next day he sees a friend of her, a, a friend of her, Gary, Gary, a male friend, kills hug her. Movie, by the way, um, and then Wahlberg jumps out of his car and beats Gary senselessly and accidentally elbows Reese in the eye. Oh, does he accidentally do it? He kind of does it on purpose, actually. He's mad. He's he, he wants to get out of the way. I don't think he wants to destroy her. Yeah, he doesn't want to hurt her. But she gets her butt kicked. Mm-hmm. Um, so is Gary. Yeah. Gary doesn't enjoy it. No. Um, but, uh, and then, it's an on again, off again thing. Yeah, well, she's she's disturbed by that. What is the first, what is the first sign that he might not be a great guy? Um, Wrong. The trailer. <laughs> what? There's never a moment where he's not fucking dumb. Yeah. Just the way he's tucked, got his fucking tucked in shit at the pool table. His tucked in sweater or whatever. Oh, yeah. He's showing off his massive pecs. Yeah. I, I mean, you got you to gotta flaunt it. You know what I'm saying? It's looking svelte. There's an interesting story behind the story. Um, when you look at the crew that he has assembled, mm-hmm. these people look like they've never traveled in the same circles before. Mm-hmm. Each one of them is central casting gone horribly wrong. Right. They got the Ewan Bremner lookalike, scrawny guy. They got the dude from Galaxy Quest or whatever he's from. You talking about his crew? Yeah, yeah his yeah. monkeys. Yeah. His crew, like his monkeys. His boys. His, yeah. I think, I think, I think, I think, maybe, maybe I think that they call them monkeys in the film or maybe it's Do just they? because... I get one of the guys gets a hand drill, and I think of a mandrill, and then maybe that's where I get monkeys. Yeah, they, but that crew does not look like they fit together. They don't, and you, they're they're very. They barely get any. They're just back. They're just kind of popping up every once in a while, just to let you know that they'll be there at the end during the home invasion. Yeah. Um, Spoiler. Yeah, they're they're the one guy gets to make out with Alyssa Milano. That's his. That's his key characteristic. That's why he took the job. Everybody else doesn't really register, right? Um, anyway, did you let me? Can I zoom in on this? Yeah, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, that's not her real name. Really? What is it? Well, so when she had it, they said we need you know her name. Uh, they said we here's two options for you, and they slammed down a card and they let her pick. Okay, it's either Reese Witherspoon or Reese Shriveled Fork. <laughs> So I didn't know that about her. Yeah, <laughs> she got to uh, she got to pick between those two. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the original tie for this film was Reese's Pieces. Well, hey, yep, he got him. We we have to do that. That's what we like to do sometimes. Rename the film because fear is fine. 
uh, that's something we need to do for every film. Yeah, actually, it's but you know it's fine. It works. Yeah. It. I feel like that could they, we could improve it though. But anyway, we'll see. You would go with Reese's Peas. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. Um, and I guess then Wahlberg would be E.T. I get it. At the Gramufa bits. Hmm? At the Gramufa bits. What's that? You don't remember that? Uh uh-uh. uh. That marketing campaign when E.T. came out with the Reese's Pieces, there was that alien. Okay. And his saying was Et Gramufabits. Is that like supposed to be an alien language? Yeah. 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 And there was always like an asterisk and then the translation. I zoomed in. Way <laughs> zoomed in. Um there's a there's a shot of uh, William Peterson's home office and there's a um, very tall CD rack yep about a third of the way filled yep well James Taylor doesn't have a lot of records (laughs) (laughs) if you you zoom in it's just all this is what 4k was created for yeah Um, by the way one of the okay so let's talk about their house a little bit right now he's an architect, so they could do some wacky shit with te- with mm-hmm. their buildings. We see one of the the A plot definitely involves Reese and Mark. Mm-hmm. I'd have to say the B plus part is about his architectural career. They spend a ton of time on that. He Wahlberg. One thing he does in this movie is he uh, he I don't know how else to put it. Does a lot of uh, clock corruption. <laughs> Where he is messing with people's watches, uh, he messes with the office clock, William Peterson's yeah. uh, office clock, and at one point he does that to kind of play with the idea of curfew. Reese has a curfew of if midnight. I could turn back time, <laughs> I'd appear in fear. Mark Wahlberg is Thanos. I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> so, uh, at one point he, because uh, you heard curfews at midnight, but that's not good for Wahlberg. That's one of yeah. the, the days just getting started from the likes of Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Um, he uh, he does a quick uh, rewind on Peterson's clock in his office. Like, turns it back about an hour or so. Yeah fucks him up yeah it fucks up a deadline for yeah. him um even though he's wearing a watch yeah it's still like he's just that that must be his his go-to timepiece i guess the 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 the, uh, the, uh, the desk clock yeah yeah this film him. it's this film cannot be a cannot be set in modern day mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's a lot of angst i think uh there's a lot of work angst in this movie with peterson he's always on deadline yeah, he always has to go to vancouver to deal with some yes. fire uh, and then at one point we do see a, a computer, uh, I guess a, a computer rendering of one of his designs, and it is Stunning. magnificent. Yeah, yes, Amiga graphics. It looks like, <laughs> but it does look. He put some serious work into it. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, yeah, he's a method actor too. That's his creation. He well, did he, that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It's because that after you know the end credits roll over a police scene, you mm-hmm. know, and I wish they would have kept the longer cut. Right, because the police are interrogating uh, William L. Peterson, Steve, as he's known to his family. Oh, yeah. Um, about the crimes that David committed, he's like, 
first of all, he set my clock back. Secondly, I missed the deadline because of, because of this motherfucker. <laughs> Third, ruined my car. Fourth, oh, he killed Gary. <laughs> Poor Gary. The high school, Gary the high schooler gets murdered in the woods. He gets murdered, he gets his neck broke in a quick way. Mm-hmm. He gets, but you know, one thing that's neat about that scene is that he uh, does this this full-on frontwards flip. Yeah. And then gets his neck snapped when he lands. Yeah. So he got in a nice piece of, can I call it a nice piece of gymnastics before yeah. Yeah. getting his What is the cord? least realistic part of this film to you? Because I, I have a definite. I learned something about the penal system. Okay. So apparently if you keep getting out, if you keep escaping, mm-hmm. they just let you out. Okay. That's, that's what happened to Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Because he broke out, and they put him back in. <clears throat> he broke out, and they put him back in. They said, oh, well, obviously you don't belong here, so you're free. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. He talks about fleshy walls, too, which I he like. He does talk. That's right. That Gary has to hear that right before he dies. Yeah. yeah. Poor Gary. Gary looked like a mixture of Lance Guest and Jared Leto. I'd like to look up Gary. You think he's still in there? think he's still punching oh, yeah. out? He's a Canadian actor. Um, still working? His name is Reese. No, that's a different name. Different person. Um, he at one point he's wearing an Alfred Hitchcock T-shirt. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a, a little bit of a film buff, and maybe a little way of James Foley saying just to remind you what quality we're working mm-hmm. with here. A little tip of the hat to the master. Um, You'll be pleased to know that Todd Caldecott continues to work. Okay, give me get what's the latest? Uh, 1996. That's his latest film. Yeah. What's he doing now? That's the last thing he did. Is he on Twitter? Is he on Insta? Uh, after Fear, Fear was the second to last film. Okay. Mother May I Sleep with Danger, a TV movie. Yeah, that's a Tory Spelling movie, I believe. He was in it. But he did, he had a couple of, he had a couple of goes at it. Did he? Yeah, he was in Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. He was, was in, he in he it? He was in Anything But Love, the TV show for one episode. Mm-hmm. He's on Wise Guy one episode. He's in one of your favorite movies, a short film, One Boy, One Wolf, One Summer. And that's it. I think he peaked. He peaked and he... That or maybe... Maybe he is dead. Maybe Gary got it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they left him in the woods. I, I, At least they mentioned that he got killed. I forgot that they... I thought he was just dead and never referenced Yeah, Alyssa Milano is very upset. Comes... They need to get her the, the final. She, she do runs. Do you consider her a sympathetic character? Yeah, sure, certainly I do. Okay, because she, we see a side of her that's dark. Sort of, but she gets she was abused. She's being she was abused. Yeah, I think she's a little bit. Um, you I, know, yeah, you're right. <laughs> she is, but she's a little bit. You know, she's obviously more experienced and a little more fast and uh, a little more fast than Reese. Yeah. Uh, but then she she gets abused by Wahlberg. It's a, you know. Well, she's obviously on drugs in that scene. Mm-hmm. Well, she they start that scene with her dry humping that guy. It's a dry hump. That's what's happening. It happens. I mean. I yeah, mean, there's a scene in which uh, the delectable Nicole shows up at the seminal house of, uh, seminal of, house, of this huh? crew. Yes. And uh, the height, the kind of the gang and, headquarters. And as people tend to do, instead of going to the front door, she sneaks around the side of the house and looks through the window. 
Yes. And there we see uh, a guy. A guy has some drug paraphernalia, and Alyssa Milano is there, drugged out. Mm-hmm. And then Wahlberg claims her. He does. He, she's with her boyfriend. I guess he's is the person that she's hooking up with. You know, Wahlberg's uh, buddy. Uh, buddy. And then Wahlberg uh, takes her from that guy forcibly. Mm-hmm. And um, and then Reese is run. She she actually runs to her car and does this incredible like Backwards reverse across a bridge. bridge. Yeah, yeah. It's actually a really nice piece of stunt work. Yeah. Whoever did that, it's my tip of the hat over here. You said that that was the most realistic part of the movie. <laughs> did I? We said when Wahlberg chose Liz Milano. <laughs> of course. Well, I, not when he abused her, but when he, yeah, when he picks her for sure. I mean, she's steady. I mean, she's a, she's a, she's a dang cutie in this. Oh yeah, and everything else. Now she's a Twitter activist. She Alyssa is. Milano and a Red Sox fan. Yeah, love her. Oh well, is she a good activist or bad? She's. Uh, I think she's like a woman's rights activist. She's trying. She's doing trying to do good work. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I don't know if it's I on can, Twitter a lot. I don't know if I can handle the star of Commando having going off the fucking rails. Oh no no no. There's a lot of examples of people that were we love from that era that went south. Yeah, Janine Turner. What? Christy Swanson. No. Mm. Stacy Dash. Mm. Adam Baldwin. Yeah, really, actually. Yeah. James Woods. Stephen Baldwin. Oh, God. Fievel. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah, it's enough. Um, there's a... There's Jim a, Hanks. <laughs> Jim Hanks? Yeah, Tom's bro. Oh, I know he had one. He does. Do you remember? He is in, he's in, He kind of played off of Tom Hanks's fame he, he was the lead in some very 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 small films like uh, straight to video trash so it was kind of like the star of moving violations james keach mm-hmm. shows up to star in that film yes yeah and the unknown comic is in that too which what is this do you remember moving violations i do do you remember oh, yeah, the theme bill, song bill murray's bro you other bro I remember no, the lyrics to the the theme song was "I get a moving violation when I move." Remember that <laughs> line from this? That movie was on cable all the time. I watched it a lot. Is it is it was one of the first PG thirteen movies? For reals, yeah. So that you're telling me they had Stacy Keach and Bill Murray's brother in it? Yeah, and I don't remember it because it's not Brian Doyle, Doyle Murray. It's no, it's that yeah the skinnier one. It's the it's another it's a younger maybe Bill Murray's younger brother Murray. Murray Murray. <laughs> You're on my mind. Dan, dan, dan. The folks um, are gone. It also dead. Uh, the fear. There's a scene in fear that is also iconic. Um, every scene that they show in the family's house. Mm-hmm. In some nook or cranny, that dog is omnipresent. Kaiser's on the couch, hanging out on the floor, hanging out. Good dog. Every scene, Kaiser's there. They introduce a, you know, like little boys do, there's a dog whistle that Kaiser comes running. Mm -hmm. Um, 
uh, you know, the it's a it's a lovely family dog. German Shepherd, zoom in. But yeah, but exactly. But it's a it's a sweet dog. They really love the dog. The dog at one point races to uh, the newspaper to, to remember Peterson's jogging his, his ass his off. His intense running sequence. But then he even Peterson even gets to the paper and and criticizes, kind of jokingly, lovingly criticizes the dog for not you know not yep. um. Getting the paper in time, so yeah, everybody loves that dog. How's it do? <laughs> dog okay? Dog does. It's a great use of a dog door. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaiser is decapitated, and it's not a clean. It's not a clean decap. No, there's some neck. There's a lot there's of neck. Some stalk, in there. yeah. <laughs> Tongues out. Stalk. That, that might have been a prop. Mm-hmm. Um. And then the, uh, the then the, then the Ewan Bremner guy sticks his head through there too, which is kind of funny. That's a funny little moment. So here's the thing: at the end of the movie, there is Wahlberg is uh, after. Can I zoom in real quick? Yeah, this is not the best podcast. This is bad. But <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the movie, there is Wahlberg gets his. What happens is all everything escalates. William Peters uh, Wahlberg trashes William Peterson's car, assaults Reese Witherspoon in a bathroom. Um, uh, William Peterson gets revenge, trashes the gang hideout. Yeah, of which where, some, where for some he reason discovers that Wahlberg's one of his foibles is he likes to throw people's heads onto different heads. It's got oh. Reese Witherspoon has replaced replaced Christ on a, on a, on the wall. Right. Yeah. He, he his head has replaced Bill Peterson's head in the family photo. He's got some Photoshop skills, right? Yeah. And he also has a Chucky doll on his Yeah, and he's replaced the seat of Chucky head with the bride of Chucky head. Bet you didn't catch that. <laughs> years so, before those films came out. <laughs> so then, so then um, the gang gets pissed that their hideout's trashed, and that's when things go to the home invasion part of the movie. And they, 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 the gang tries to he- break into William Peterson's uh, heavily... Heavily designed, I guess I don't know, like well designed secure house, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so that's where the the kind of the climax of the film takes place. Uh, or other than well, there's the, a lot of stuff the that happens coaster. after the end. There's like it, it, I'm trying to make a what? I said other than the roller coaster. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was good. The uh, I like the home invasion scene. I like I like a lot about it. There's some funny little moments. There's some spooky stuff, and there's also some ridiculous shit. Mm-hmm. Um, one character just disappears. The guy from Galaxy Quest, he gets his fingers hurt through, through the uh, through the window. Never see him again. All the other guys get dispatched. He leaves. He's smart. Um, and then there's a moment where you think that the good guys are going to win because mm-hmm. the guard never gets killed in these kind of movies. Yeah. The guy comes to help. He doesn't make it. No, he doesn't make it. And then Peterson's outside being all tough because now he's got support. That doesn't go well for no, him. No, it doesn't. But it I, leads up to the the amazing climax. Well, here's, let me say this. I did watch a little bit of a documentary on this film. They showed Foley um, directing those young actors that were in the gang. And they were, they're, I mean, those guys, their skills were, besides Wahlberg, who I think could use some work those guys were professionals i mean mm-hmm. they they knew how to handle scene but they were confused sometimes and um can't wait to see this documentary myself you didn't watch it no so i don't get fiction tube 
So they, uh, <laughs> at one point the gang, you know, they show up in their trashed house and they walk in kind of normally or, you know, not very energetic and fully was incensed. He's like, what's wrong guys? Like you have to, and his directive to them is, um, walk in like William Peterson was just here. <laughs> and that's where you get that perfect, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those guys were, I mean, they nailed it. Yeah. Um, and then Wahlberg then stands on the stairs weird. He really does. <laughs> I've never seen someone stand on the stairs stranger uh, and than that's, Mark Wahlberg. That's a hotly movie. contested uh, title, too. Do you th- do you think that's the weirdest stand on the stairs scene in history, in it's, movie history? It's, it's up there. <laughs> top top three? Top five? Top five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was kind of funny. The documentary that I saw... It didn't feature any of those characters. It was it was uh, it was basically um, what was just outside the frame. It just it was it was it was a lesson in uh, the use of the frame. So and you kind of it helps you understand a character's motivation when you see what the camera doesn't see. Mm-hmm. So um, William Peterson was in the row in front of them on the roller coaster, <laughs> just staring back with his mouth agape. Give him pointers. No, just blown away. Just blown away what was happening. <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then there, just outside the frame um, at the end, there's a, a wide angle from helicopter shot of the house. Mm. Uh, and uh, just outside the frame, Kaiser. The rest of Kaiser is fine. <laughs> there's, a, there's a little dog trotting through the forest, headless. Oh, really? Cute. Yeah. You know what's funny? The, the coolest thing this architect, I was starting to mention this earlier, the coolest thing about his architect work, he designed a house mm-hmm. where um, in one scene she could be looking outside and seeing the yard. Right. And then in another scene you could throw somebody out the window and they're five miles away on the rocks. <laughs> he, 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 he gets launched out of that house. The, yeah. He, so gets that, spit, he gets spat from that house. Yeah, that... that that that's the aforementioned like a pumpkin scene. seed. <laughs> exactly. So, you read the script. <laughs> so, um, David is thrust to the window like a pumpkin seed. Spat. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I watched this other documentary. I see pumpkin in the theater. Huh? What? That's what Lance Hendrickson told me once. I um, I watched this other. There's a third documentary. I don't know if you've seen. Yeah. Where they do a lot of. Feature length one, right? <laughs> Where they they do a lot of um, it's like very focused on the actors and their process, and it was it was nice to see because I like seeing documentaries like that. I feel like I learn a lot. Not that I'm an actor, but um, you get to understand like Reese Witherspoon's process, Liz yeah. Milano's, um, and they have some nice moments where you know how actors will rap on different days, and Amy Brenneman, um wrapped i i don't i, I saw that documentary you saw it? that's when you hear the grip in the background this laptop smells like a pussy it's her first day <laughs> so uh you know and fully you know, what they do is they a lot of times he'll he'll uh inter- basically introduce the actor's Offset like this, their last. That's a that's a, that's a that, wrap. That's and, a wrap for Kaiser's head. And they said, <laughs> he said, he said, uh, 
uh, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen's last day. <laughs> that was gentlemen's last scene. And uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know that's it was it, everybody laughed and fully didn't understand. He's like, this is this is her last this is her last day. What's everybody laughing about? He had to watch playback of the documentary later to understand. So <laughs> I'm the like, fucking asshole now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he killed himself after that. <laughs> Did you hear about that? No. Um, well, uh, I wonder if you what would happen if you got Brenneman and Kinnaman in a movie <laughs> together <laughs> oh well that yeah acting uh, explosion no energy what if she was in RoboCop with him that would have been great yeah Brenneman's one of those poor actresses who uh, just gets saddled with dog shit <laughs> She, she is uh, in this movie. She's uh, she's 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 got a great. I think she's got a great screen presence. They give her absolutely nothing to do in this movie. Like, well, they, no, no, that's not true. Okay, uh, she straddles the laptop. Okay, <laughs> she does straddle the shit out of that laptop. But she gets to type on the on the on the keyboard. Yes. She gets to use a horde of phones. <laughs> And well, the, she gets to be completely horrifically dry humped as she's being having her her well, she, the, 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 tied up. Yeah, that is an mimicked unnecessary uh, moment yeah. where the guy is kind of grinding her, grinding her as he puts her on the couch. Yeah. yeah, but another thing that you it's disrespectful. You know, they give her some scenes with Reese that 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 she that that uh that she's being very motherly and helping Reese out. Like a she's, few too many. Yeah, Here, she, let me go. And then she, but she starts out. They they start out kind of um, they're 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 at odds, and then then they become more like mother and daughter. But then every scene that she's in towards the end of the movie, she's not talking. She's just reacting to William Peterson's dialogue or listening to him or in the background as he talks. And there's a scene when she comes out of the house at one point, and you notice she does a weird thing to her face. Remember, like yeah, she grabs her head oddly. Yeah, because she's out of moves. She's got nothing to do. She has nothing to do. She's she's rubbing her chin and then she goes full hands to cheeks. But it's 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 too quick. It happens mm-hmm. very quickly. As you do. Yeah. I mean, if I didn't have anything to do either, I would be looking for ways to touch my face in a scene. I'm not going to argue with you. Mm-hmm. The uh, let's talk more about them phones. <laughs> there are so many phones in this movie. There are. It's a phone heavy movie. It's super phone heavy. You get corded, you get cordless, you get cellular, you get car cellular. I was surprised to see the cellular get a... And and Kaiser was phoning at the mouth when they put his head through the door. (laughs) There's a Game Boy in this. There's a a, payphone. There's a a handheld uh, pay... There's a Game Boy. There's a... He's playing... um, Super Nintendo. Fighting game. Right. He's playing... um, uh, what game? What, what it, game do we it say it was? Like a, it looked it, like a knockoff Street Fighter. It could have right? been like Dock Stalkers or something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's phone. It's there's a and it's a lot of close-ups on the phones. The too. phones like, are a major character, and they're huge because what happened? In, you know, in the olden days, twenty years ago, they're holding these bricks up to their face, that and movie, they, and you're seeing shit. and you're seeing their whole like underside, like the, the exposed. Genital. That movie's twenty fucking three years old. 
<laughs> but you're seeing the phone's genitals. Is that? And it's like the whole like feet and like the the yeah. balls of the phone like yeah. underneath. You're seeing too much phone. You're seeing like the the warnings, like the the the, the foreign text on the phone. They're really the nodules, fo- the charging nodules. Yes, the Foley's getting right under that. And yeah. I think I think on purpose. I think there's a method to that madness. I think he's saying I'm exposing the underside of these phones. Thus, I'm exposing the underside of this family and this relationship. And this. This family that was once tethered is now cordless. Nice. That's what I like. I said I don't think, I don't think there's there's missing pieces of this puzzle. I think when you have a James Foley movie, you have a complete picture. Absolutely. Right. There's no. Oh, there's nothing left to the imagination. There's everything left to the imagination, but you can get there because that's how good he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why this film is still you know watched every day today. That's why it's remembered. Yeah, yeah. Where, how do we watch it? You bought it. Was it? Is it streaming anywhere? Can we give advice to the to the old listeners? How can they see this? How can they peep uh, I'm, this? It's out there all over the place. I'm sure. Fear. I mean, I mean, Walbert. Yeah. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon is like a fucking. She was in the wild. She's fucking huge. Yeah. I hate Reese Witherspoon. By the way, you do hate her. I really do. Why? I'm not a fan of her acting. Okay. And she just got a little too fucking proud of herself for a while there. Well, she's a powerful uh, actress in Hollywood. You got yeah, problem? I haven't watched Big Little Lies. I think that'll be that'll change my tune. She's good in that. I like Big Little Lies. The first season, I you know, the second season's not out. It's um, tonight or tomorrow night. It starts. Um, Nicole Kidman as well is great. Can in I that. zoom in? Yeah. Today's Saturday. It's not anymore. Oh, dog. You ain't kidding. Uh, <clears throat> it's Sunday, and speaking of the Sunday, Sunday, the Sundays are featured heavily in this film, The Band. We talked about it. Also, Sunday is a day of uh, of spiritual introspection, and we saw fear. <laughs> uh, Nicole Kidman, zoom in, great actress. In Big Little Lies. Zoom what? in, bad title. Based on a book. Zoom out. She's got a, a weird nose. Nicole Kidman? Yeah. yeah. In the hours. <laughs> the, no, the nose plays. The one clock Wahlberg should have wound back. <laughs> <laughs> she got nominated for that. Did she win? She played Jane. What's her? What is it? She Virginia Woolf. Virginia Woolf. Yeah. 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 Did she transform in it? <laughs> Where? Uh, let's see here. Well, okay, so hey, distill fear into one moment, one image, one one segment, one thing that just embodies the film perfectly. You didn't talk. We need to talk about his death. Who dies? Walby. Oh god, yeah, I, that's a big one. How does he get? He uh he he, he dies of old age. But on he, the rocks. But what starts his downfall? We mentioned this earlier. What 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 leads to his demise? Gravity? What the old pee pipe to the old oh, back. Yeah, he does get peace piped. That's not what kills him. No, it, but it starts as the He's climb. fine. He's still able to fight like a champion. But it's a, that's a hurt. No, I, I, Reese puts the hurt on him. How She's, do you like the fact that... You're right. We, I mean, Bill Peterson is the hero. He does everything. He does. He's the hero of the film. Yeah. yeah. He, he's the main character. He sees through the clouds of smoke mm-hmm. that Wahlberg's a villain. He ends up dispatching him. He tries a little too hard to get the law involved. 
uses some shady practices. Wahlberg, but Wahlberg speaks the truth in that scene with him when he's like shaming Peterson. He's yeah. like, he's like, you're too involved in your daughter's life. Truth. Your wife is into my body. Truth. Your work is gay. He does. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but he does say something. He says like, you're not gay. Or it's a strange speech. Oh, he but, uses the other word. But he is delivering some truth bombs to Peterson, who, while the hero of the film, is a little bit. Strange, like his, but we love his little characters that are flawed. Yeah, well, he's he's on his daughter's he's married life. to a, he's married to his wife, mm-hmm. married to his job, he's married to his wardrobe. I I will say that that uh, um, you know Amy Brenneman's character become is a lot more chill with Reese's life than Peterson. Now, you no know, Peterson's right. It's just that I like her attitude a little bit more. I like her attitude. That she trusts like Reese Witherspoon a more. Bra. Hmm. She she's, doesn't wear a bra. She's not wearing a bra. She's a oh yeah, good. Uh, <laughs> oh, and we also didn't mention this. The Kaiser little, lives. The little boy Toby sucks. He kills somebody at the end. He well, gets he, in a car he, and runs he over. He doesn't kill that guy. He runs over him. He's okay. No, he's dead. That guy lives. Um, he's hurt. I don't think he kills him. I think he does kill him. He, when he runs over people, somebody, usually you're pretty. Uh, did you see Jade? I did see Jade. Yeah, we zoomed in. She's fine. That's true. Um, that kid sucks. <laughs> that that kid obviously has mental problems in the movie because he's a weird little button. No, he's not. He's fine. He's very stiff and weird. He's he's got the look. He's got the thirty mile stare in his eyes all the time. He buttons up all the way to the top. He's a weird little <laughs> son of a bitch. He kills that guy. Well, he he's trying to. He save kills him. the least interesting bad guy, but he kills one. He, that's a hotly contested title. The well, least interesting bad guy in this film. Yeah, that's true. A lot of guys vying. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then the dog... Um, doesn't make it, but... But Wahlberg... We were talking about Wahlberg. I love how quickly this film ends. Uh, you, you said in the theater you actually said something out loud. I, yeah, said, I, I, yeah. What was the line? <sighs> shit or fucking shit. I said, yeah, that's the line. That's that was shit a, or fucking shit. Shit or fucking shit. Because yeah. I was not prepared. I, it. That's one thing I think was probably an intentional decision. Is that usually these kind of endings, there's a drawn out thing. There's a moment where you think your guy is going to lose, and then the you know he gets his comeuppance. That happened earlier. Now, Peterson is just a vessel for rage. Right. He is get. He has seen enough. He is fed up. Yeah, but he, he hulks out. And he he launches him out the window. He throws him a, and he throws him. He, he throws him clear of the house, clear of the yard. Yeah, he's on the rocks onto like the driveway or something. Whatever the hell he is. He's but a, the thing is, here's the thing. Let me zoom in over the the credit. Immediately goes to credits when Wahlberg's dead. They show his face. He's got blood in his, the bloody nose, which is like the you know he is fucked. But. At the end, there's a boat in the in the lake around their house or wherever. I don't understand that. And it's like they're fishing for a body. Now, that to me, that says maybe Wahlberg made they, it. He, he he he. They're looking for his body, you know. But he's he he got away. Maybe they're thinking sequel time. No, that doesn't make any fear sense. too. I wish fear.com. The um. It's a uh, how many films has Wahlberg died in? Not enough. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Does he die in anything? Lone Survivor. Lives. Oh, uh, 
okay, he dies. He dies in this. Maybe he dies. The, he dies. Well, they're dragging the river at the end, or whatever it is, the lake. Um, he doesn't die in the Transformers. Ted, did you die in Ted? He doesn't die in Departed. No, he doesn't. He actually lives in the Departed. He's the guy. He's a one. It's basically. a hard. It's a, that's a hard movie to make it through, and he does. Yep. Um. He doesn't die in anything. I don't think. I think you might be right, and I think, like I said, I think he might not be dead in this, even though he looks it. But he doesn't die in Broken City, which I interviewed him for. <sighs> yep, the best since '68. 68 movies, by the way. Yeah. One more. You know what I'm talking about. He is... Uh, he's in a lot of shit, man. He's in, he's always working. Um, Pain and gain? He goes to jail, I think, but I don't think he dies. I'm looking, I'm looking. Gambler? I don't think he dies. Boogie Nights lives. You might be right, man. Um, lovely, lovely bones. Max Payne, obviously not. The happening, nope. We own the night, nope. Shooter, Invincible, Four Brothers, the Yards, Four Brothers, no. Truth about Charlie. Italian job, no, no. Perfect Storm dies. Has to. Everybody dies, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. He's dead in that. He's got a dumb name in that movie. It's a real guy, but he's got a dumb name. <laughs> Bobby Shatford. He's got Bobby, Shat in his name. Yeah. Bobby right. Shatford. Um, that means he had to, at some point, devour an automobile. And fear. Basketball Diaries, maybe? Does he die nope, in that? I don't think so. Renaissance Man, he lives. I Heart Huckabee lives. You're right. They don't kill him in movies very much. Yeah. I don't think people want to see him die. So if you were to distill fear into one iconic moment passage, there's a lot to pick from. Yeah. I mean, I for sure, that robe for me. Peterson's robe. Acting in that strange robe is my, is my distill. Is my... Uh, I'm clipping that one out. I guess, it, is it a terry cloth robe? It is strange. It is strange. Um, it looks like somebody... You know what it looks like? It looks like something you would see in a foreign nation mm-hmm. where somebody is wearing something that they don't understand what it what it says. You know, like you see those... those, those uh, Shots of like a knockoff T-shirts, like a, like a woman with a. It's a picture of a credit card and it says "vagina" on it or something. She doesn't right. know what the word means. That's right. what it reminds me of. It's like, you you have no concept of what this represents. Right. It's like someone you know you have this box of like multicolored like toothpicks. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody s- shook that up, spilled it on a carpet, took a picture, and then that they patterned this robe after that. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And William Peterson Work. looked at it and said, that's the one. Yeah. Not a lot of robes have a collar. They probably gave him, like, a brown robe or something, and he's like, you know what, get guys, I'll bring my own me. robe. It's like, get away with me with this weak sauce. I wonder if he takes less money, like, less money to bring to wear his own clothes in movies. Yeah. Like, don't worry about it. Just shave some of the price off. I want to dress myself. 
fuck man he's got bad taste it's gotta be him either that or he had the unfortunate task of being successful during the worst period in fashion history that's not I mean that's you know, the 80s and early 90s were Manhunter came shit. out when 80s but when though mid 80s so this right was in 90s. the middle of this taking was, a shit this was 96 yeah that's a 10 year period of it's taking a, but a shit that's a long time for fashion and he's like the same there's a, there's a lot of changes that he's not listening to and, and incorporating yeah that's William L. Peterson what? he's taking a shit I need to re- revisit CSI and see if he's wearing all sorts of hammered shit there. That's I bet he is. Yeah. Well, he has a fucked up name in that, like Falcon Face. What's it? You, you, we, you've talked about this before. <laughs> well, I always talk about Mark Harmon's character. But you mentioned him too. Like, you you, you made a point to bring up his character on that show. Um, it's like, hold on. It's like constant. It is a dumb name. Constant statue or something or. Um. What would have been cool if his name was Bo? If his name was Constant Statue, that would be... That would not complain about that. Um, oh, are you Bo? Bo Legged? Is that your... Bo Legged the third? Gil Grissom yeah, is his name. Not too bad. Mm-mm. Gil, though. It's, and it's one L. I guess, yeah. is that always one L? Yeah, it's short for Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Gil. Like Gil Gerard. Mm-hmm. So he I would just... He hasn't been working lately, sir. He's retired. It's like I peaked. Like, how, how old do you think he's? Like, early sixties? Yeah, uh, yeah. Born in fifty three. Great. Two thousand three, fifty. My mom was born in fifty two. Sixty in two thousand thirteen. <whistles> oh, he's getting there. Yeah. That's all right. Everybody's still keeping it tight, fashion wise, though. <laughs> um, he's a handsome man. I love him. I like. I, I love his look. He's ne- he's too clean shaven, too too much. You think so? You see him as Pat Garrett in Young Guns too. He looks sharp with a little beard on him. Is he wearing? He's rocking like a hand, like a handlebar type of thing or something. There. Is he still wearing like fluorescence? Yeah, somehow? yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's got a he's got a uh, he's wearing a body glove. <laughs> <laughs> um. What My moment you? would be I I it's hard not to have Kaiser's head coming out the doggy door. <laughs> it's hard not to have that unless well, I don't know anything, but um I'm gonna say if I were to distill this movie's essence into one shot. Mm. Oh man, it's gotta be Wahlberg with his face plant. He's like he's like licking head. Yeah, yeah. Where he's got his mouth like really, he's French kissing like her forehead. Yeah, or, you're like her, like kind of like the side of her eye. Yeah, he's like Ugh. deep six in her fucking back. Mm. Is that what you call it? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So now, obviously, this film features an amusement park. Mm-hmm. So it would be probably behoove the filmmakers if they're building a theme park or something that would be built around that. But right, what would you do? Like what? A restaurant your, or a theme yeah, park? Yeah, it would be a restaurant or... All right, so this is, this is going to... I don't know if this is going to strain. So, like... Newsflash. I would get... I would make... Uh, design these, like, specialty hamburgers. Nice. Would it compete with his chain? 
No, what? just we call it this. This is Wahlburgers. That's where I was gonna go. <laughs> you killed me. You killed my joke. <laughs> it's not a good joke, but you still killed it. It was easy. You you smashed it anyway. You saw it coming. You stepped on its throat. It's not nice. So I would have a bar. <laughs> okay. Wahlburgers. It's called Wall Bar. <laughs> and it's here's here's the thing. You can't order anything neat. Okay. You have to be like Wahlberg. Everything's on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I think nailed it. Um, I think he's dead at the end. He died. Oh, let me think of it. Since you crushed it, let me think of it a better a better one. <laughs> A better one. Okay, so. Um, I know. Well, okay. What? I mean, it makes all the sense in the world. Mm-hmm. It's a place. It's a retail store. Right. It only sells phones and clocks that are malfunctioning. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd create a diner. And let's name it Reese, 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 Greasy Spoon. Reese Greasy Spoon. It's late. It's late. <laughs> so <laughs> what would you keep from the film on your island? Oh, man. That's, I mean, the Chucky doll is tempting. Because mm-hmm. it had like, did you notice it had like a, had bling. The doll had, had like a, a name on it. Like it looked like it had like a golden Chucky around its neck or something. Did okay. you notice that? I did not. But I, that, let me think on it because that would be nice to have that doll. Um, what would I keep? Um, well, I would keep the, uh, the 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 totem pole, the light up totem pole. The, the guy rode to the ground during the fight. I think which w- would I don't think we stress enough that during a fight, he decided everybody's like there's like a lot of punching going on. He jumped on this this he this rode it like pole, Indiana Jones and he to rode the it to, he rode it to the ground. It looked fun. Yeah, and he was like, if a fight breaks out, I'm going to cause some minimal damage. I'm going to topple over this. This thing that can be toppled over. I wouldn't be surprised if he was the architect of the fracas. Just to do that. Just to do that. Yeah, just to get away with something. Smartest guy in the film. Get away with something that... Best architect in the film. <laughs> I would uh, I would take that, that light-up totem pole, and I would ride that. That would that that would be a fun little... I would like that. I would... It's late. Yeah. I'd have a smashed-up Mustang. Oh, Yeah. Do you think? Let me ask you this. He's instantly in a Jaguar after that. By the way, is he Peterson on, on, using a cell phone? That's strange. Yeah, because he must have borrowed his compatriot's car. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Uh, you know, Peterson comes yet out of, another phone to use. By the way, comes out of uh, his successful architecture meeting where he's getting high fives, and they're like, "This shit, that's lovely. What you did on the with those graphics," and he comes out to his Mustang. Uh, which is smashed to shit yeah. with a note. Mark Wahlberg loves him some notes. In this and what's movie. the note say? I, th- th- your car is broken. No, no. Oh, I, I don't. You don't remember? You wrote it down. What was it? Now I I've popped two of your cherries oh, that's right. or something. That's or, right. Uh, 
or something something worse. But do you think and do you think they think Christine's? Oh, that'd be great. I think if Peterson stands in front of it and says, "Show me," <laughs> see, I and don't know. Christine's out. I don't know. All I know is on the island, I don't need a car, so I, I want that car. You want the smashed up car because I can't. I can't use it anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were interspersed into the world of fear, you know you well. You know you could take instead of the car. What William Peterson's uh, Manhunter stare, which he brings into this film. Yeah, he's, he's got. He brings in his. I think he honed that stare in Manhunter. He brings it into here. Nobody hones a stare like Wahlberg in this movie. <laughs> is, that, is that what he's doing? He's, he's standing on that staircase like fucking Bluto. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's... Yeah. It is. That, that wonder if Foley just like threw up his hands that day. It, <laughs> I, think, I think maybe Wahlberg knew exactly what he was doing. He was like this... Doubtful. I th- <laughs> if you were in this movie, what would you? What would your role be? What would you? How would you fit into this Ooh, structure here? Good question. You wouldn't be part of Wahlberg's gang. Now we—that's the neat, neat thing about the show is a, we ask these same questions that every show, and I never think of them ahead of time. But it would be nice if I did. It'd be smart. Um, who would I be in fear? Or whatever name you think is better for the film. Uh, I'd be the guy that would that would be uh, in charge of uh, taking the roller coaster ride pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, like the charge of selling those pictures yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Um, you know how they snap photos whenever you're um, uh, on the roller coaster at the, and so that I maybe I'd be that person and say, "Do you, hey, do you guys want a picture of her coming?" <coughs> That's three fingers in there. <laughs> I zoomed. Uh, that's but that's I could I could be the That's a good one. I'll be that guy. I um I'll be the carnival creep. I'd be a guy who uh I'd be a guy who is trying to get a has had a rough day. Yeah. Maybe I'm a I'm a substitute teacher having a rough day. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm stressed out. I've I've seen a lot of strange shit. I'm gonna go for a gentle walk in the woods. <laughs> and I find Gary. And it improves your day? No. That's like just that's insult to injury. This is like yeah. the worst worst day of my life. Right. Do you tell anybody? Yeah, I tell Gary. You call <laughs> Do you call the cops? Well, apparently Melissa Melissa Alyssa Milano finds out oh god, in a in a perfect world, mm-hmm. I, I I confide in her that Gary is no more. And so we have a moment. I get to tell her. And it's unfortunate, it's a bad time. Were you trying to say Melissa Alano? I, I did almost, yeah. That's her. Uh, that's what she checks into hotels under. Oh. Uh, so, do you have a better name for the movie? Because that's that's a good uh, that's a good thing we 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 should definitely p- pursue. Fear, let's let's rate the title. Like how how do you do you like the title? Do you think it works? I do. Okay, it's fine. What what do you think's fear? I think he he uh, he he instills fear in her. Zoom in. <laughs> That's where they got it. Um, uh, I mean, was it William Pearson's fear of losing his daughter to adulthood? Or every phone is for ear? 
<laughs> Such an abbreviation. Name of the movie is for ear. Um. So if it wasn't fear. Um. Let's think here. What you got a good one? No. Um. Broche? <laughs> what? <laughs> Taft. What the fuck? I'm just trying to jumpstart. Broche. That's not a bad name. What does it refer to? Maybe it's his last name. David the, Broche. Is that the, <laughs> the sound he makes when he hits the rocks? <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, maybe romantic tragedy, dog. Did we get, that would be the title or the genre. What are you talking oh about? Oh my god, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Daddy notice. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy notices. (laughs) Disappointing relationship. Is that the genre? (laughs) I was on Netflix earlier. I said, since you've watched Fear... Here are some other broche films you might enjoy. <laughs> um, Mark Wahlberg in Daddy Notice. <laughs> um, We we should just keep let's just keep recording and just be silent as we're thinking of no, any no alternatives. Uh, sweet cream <laughs> doesn't. I don't understand. Oh, what about CAD? Because he's a CAD, and that's the software that William L. Peterson uses. That's not bad. And he's a dad. Cad dad. <laughs> Cad dad ver. What? Um, I'm starting to think fear might be a good title. It's, maybe this is the same problem they encountered. Yeah. Because, okay, if you go through, let's go through it real quick and, and, and see where it would like spawn titles. So you get, it's like a, it's like a loss of innocence, um, uh, a, I mean, sort of, but the girl coming into like her um, womanhood. Yeah. Uh, bad boy. Yep. Uh, overprotective dad. Um, uh, divorced. Yeah. Child of divorce, right? Um, violence. Dog head. Dog head. <laughs> so, fear. It's perfect, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's why they get paid the big bucks, I suppose. Um, turbulent times. 
And it could be like, you know, because the roller coaster. Um, no. Geostorm. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think fear pretty much works. Yeah. Not daddy noticed. Some more time 